Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on whatever current podcast platform you're listening on. Make sure you click the subscribe button, rate it, comment it, share it with your family and friends if this podcast is a blessing to you. If you'd like to send me an email, please send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media at mbills314. Now, I want to thank all my new listeners, everyone who have been tuning in from whatever country you're listening from, whether you be it the United States, whether you're in the continent of Africa, wherever you may be in this world. I thank you for tuning in. I pray that today's episode will be a blessing to you. And this is episode number 82, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Episode number 82. And we're dealing with the God of miracles. So with no further ado, let's jump right on into it. And uh, we're going to deal with two miracles today. The things we're about to read are going to be quite amazing. So let's go to our foundation scripture. Let's go to John chapter 21. If you're driving currently while listening to this, don't even try to pull out your phone. Just chill out, listen, and when you get to the crib or wherever your destination is, pull out the YouVersion Bible app and look up these scriptures with me, all right? So, John chapter 21 is like at verse 25. It says, Jesus also did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. I'll read that again. Jesus also did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. Jesus did many other things that were recorded in scripture, this verse is saying. So many things, miracles included. He did so much that this verse says that the world couldn't even contain the books that will be written therein. That's pretty amazing. I mean, the Bible has right now recorded over 126 miracles in the Bible. And the two that we're about to read today, nothing short than amazing. It just shows you how marvelous and wonderful our God is. But before we get into those um, two stories we want to read, let's go to Hebrews chapter 13. as want to establish a foundation as always, so that as we continue to uh, read, we can build on some things. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's good news for us because it lets us know that his character doesn't change. He doesn't blow with the wind. He doesn't flow with the times. He's not, yo, it's 2019. Maybe I need to switch it up on him. (laughs) He don't do that, you know. He's bound by his word. Whatever he says, that's what it is. All right. I often use the illust- the analogy, um, you know, if God was to come to you, whatever day of the week you listen to this podcast. Right. If God was to come to you and tell you that today is Tuesday. Now, if you listen to this and today may be Monday or Wednesday or whatever day, if he comes to you and tell you today is Tuesday, what will happen to the current day? Well, the answer is the day will be Tuesday and it won't become Tuesday because he changed it to Tuesday. 
it was Tuesday the whole time. We just got it wrong. We thought it was whatever day of the week it was. Whatever God says it is, that's what it is. We're his creation. We're his children. We're flawed. He's not flawed. So this whole time we've been operating, you know, civilization and, and here in the United States and we're calling, you know, these days, these days. And God said, well, that ain't what it is at all. So I know what you said, but today is what I say it is. All right. So Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And if you look at the next verse, verse nine, it says, so do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace. Not from rules about food, which don't help those who follow them. Mm. <laughs> we can get into that at a later time. But the most the thing right here that sticks out to me is he tells us to not to not be attracted by strange and new ideas. He's telling us, Yo, I'm the same yesterday, today and forever. You ain't got to go after nothing new. I'm fresh. I don't change. And if you look around, there are a lot of strange new ideas going on in the world, and God tells us not to entertain them. Now, let's jump into these miraculous stories. Let's go to the book of Numbers, chapter um, 22. I will be reading out of the New Living Translation. You may be reading out of a different translation, but it's all good because we're still going to end up in the same place. All right, let's look at uh, verse 18. Numbers 22, verse 18. Let me give you a backstory real quick of what we're about to read so you can have more uh, clear understanding. Uh, Balak, who is the king of Moab, sent for Balaam to go and curse Israel. Right? Balaam went to God and God told Balaam not to go and do that because he says you cannot go and curse what I have blessed. So do not go and do that. Balaam went back to the king, which is Balak, and said, God said I can't go. Balak said, okay, well, maybe he needs a little bit more convincing. So Balak sent more of his men to go to Balaam to try to persuade him to go even more, saying that he's going to pay him X amount of dollars to do this, so forth and so on. Balaam said, well, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll check with the Lord again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He saw that bag. He said, okay, well, I'm going to go check with the Lord again to see what he says. God said the same thing. I don't care how much they're paying you. I said, don't go. All right. Now the story picks up here at verse 18. It says, but Balaam responded to Balak's messengers. Even, ba even if Balak were to give me his palace filled with silver and gold, I would be powerless to do anything against the will of the Lord my God. But stay here one more night and I will see if the Lord has anything else to say to me. That night, God said that night, God came to Balaam and told him, since these men have come for you, get up and go with them. But do only what I tell you to do. So I don't know, maybe um, Balaam, when God said that and he got confused, God was basically telling him, listen, if they send, if they coming to you to go with them then go with them but i'm telling you to do what i told you to do so basically telling you make the choice remember we're free moral agents he's gonna give us the choice he's gonna tell us what to do but if we choose to do the total opposite then that's on us right so verse 21 it says so the next morning balaam got up and saddled his donkey and started off with the Moabite officials, but God was angry that Balaam was going. So he sent the angel of the Lord to stand in the road to block his way. 
As Balaam and two servants were riding along, Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. The donkey bolted off the road into a field, but Balaam beat it and turned it back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood at a place where the road narrowed between two vineyard walls. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it tried to squeeze by and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So Balaam beat the donkey again. Then the angel of the Lord moved farther down the road and stood in a place too narrow for the donkey to get by at all. This time, when the donkey saw the angel, it lay down under Balaam. It just, it just fell out. In a fit of rage, Balaam beat the animal again with his staff. So Balaam is getting frustrated because he's trying to go and do what God told him not to do. So God sent the angel to block the road. He can't see the angel because angels aren't in the physical. They're in the spirit, but the donkey saw the angel. So that's why he kept bolting off, getting off the road. And every time he would do that, Balaam would beat him back on the road again. Verse 28, it says, then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. <laughs> this is what the donkey said. What have I done to you that deserves your beating me three times? I don't know why every time I read this, I always just hear him speaking in a British accent. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know why I think that. And it says, it asks Balaam, you have made me to look like a fool, Balaam shouted. Now, Balaam, I don't know if he ain't, it hadn't clicked yet, but you're talking to a, a donkey right now. He's just carrying on conversation as if this is an everyday thing. So Balaam said, you made, me, you made me look like a fool. If I had a soul with me, I would kill you. But I am the same donkey you have written all of your life. The donkey answered, have I ever done anything like this before? No, Balaam admitted. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the roadway with a drawn sword in his hand. Balaam bowed his head and fell face down on the ground before him. Why did you beat your donkey those three times? So now they got the angel ticked off because the angel was trying to stop him. He got orders from the Lord to keep him from going the wrong way. Now he further irritated because now he got to watch you beat this animal three times because the animal is trying to keep you from being disobedient. The angel of the Lord demanded, look, I have come to block your way because you are stubbornly resisting me. Three times the donkey saw me and shied away. Otherwise, I would have killed you by now and spared the donkey. Then Balaam confessed to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned and I didn't realize you were standing in the road to block my way. I will return home if you are against my going. Verse 35, but the angel of the Lord told Balaam, go with these men, but say only what I tell you to say. So Balaam went on with Balak's officials. Now we're not gonna read the rest of the story, but I wanted to show you, even though this was miraculous and God gave an animal, which was this donkey, the ability to speak, it also shows 
God's concern and compassion and mercy that he has for us when we're going in the wrong direction. Because even though we are free moral agents and God gives us the ability to choose, God will not just sit back and let us go in the wrong direction without first putting roadblocks there to try to keep us from going that route. Just like how Balaam didn't see the angel of the Lord, but the donkey did, it had to be discerned. Discerned means to perceive or recognize something, right? So that means it doesn't mean, and it listen, this is, listen very carefully. It does not mean that if you're going to pursue something, and maybe you're having a hard time at it as you're pursuing, that does not mean you're not in the will of God. Get connected to the word on a whole nother level. Listen to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures podcast with Martinez. They said closed mouth don't get fed. Uh, well, I'm starving to speak. I brought with some meat. Don't butcher these words and call it a tweet. You are what you eat. You can't wing this, so walk on your feet. Words flying out the mouth is a cage match with language. And we all fluent, it's dangerous. Seen them aiming on the internet and we like it. You told me all your business, now you calling me psychic. Your palms red, bloody with the blood and they brother is cold blooded. Told Austin, even 316s won't make us love it. The bottom line is beneath us. We stand on it like it's Regis asking who was Jesus. One in a trillion, is it pilgrims killing natives? Tongues made up of gun cases and none faces. We done made it a habit to run our mouth like the bank can't cash it. That chase pay ain't worth your bracket. That cheap talk, be quiet. Blah, blah. That's how we sound. We talk about what ain't sound. And we walk around with these nouns and these towns and these people, things and these words and these verbs. And they heard and they serving the person who served it. What I'm saying is it's serving the person they heard it. Is it worthless or worse myth bent till it's cursive? Is it worship or church went missing? It's urgent. Oh, I hear him. Yeah, they sound like earth when it's spurging. Birds chirping, it's a tweet again, too many words Oh, the nerdies finger snitching, telling who I really serve It's too late to edit it, too paid to rhetoric Off the top is Lupe with reverence Who said the truth is irrelevant, devil stay talking What kind of coffin is caught in the mouth of a killer Tell them whoever listens when the devil tell them stay calling Image bearers another name, you live for another's fame It's best to be quiet This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. That just means that you're possibly experiencing some opposition from the enemy. Because if you know that you're doing the will of the Lord, but it's just like there's opposition and it just keeps trying to come at you and you can't seem to press forward you got to keep being persistent that does not mean okay maybe it maybe it ain't the lord will uh-uh 
you know it's the Lord. You know it's the Lord's will. That's why I said discernment has to take place. Now, if you're doing something because you just think maybe this is a good idea or you're wanting to invest in something or I remember back in the day and they probably still have them going on, you know, the pyramid schemes and people want you to to get into this, you know, selling this whatever coffee and this and you'll be a millionaire by 26 and and the whole time you just see the dollars but you're not listening to his voice god is trying to save us time energy and money but we got something else on our mind so as we're going forward to try to pursue this thing the whole time you on the inside you know like i shouldn't be doing this but you got a bag of money on your mind or whatever that they promised you. So that's what I take out of this particular story. Now we're dealing with the God of miracles. It's a miracle in itself that he gave the donkey the ability to speak. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the angel was, I think he was more upset with him that you couldn't, you're not getting the picture. Like it's not the will of God for you to go this way and you try and take it out on the donkey or you try and take it out on things or or whatever you put yourself in the picture so he used that and a lot of times even now we have angels with us like I said you can't see them you never know the things that are being prevented you know he's protecting us from seeing as well as unseen dangers you going out and you thinking you know I'm about to go do this whoop de whoop and the Lord has cleared our pathway protecting us from accidents, protecting us from all types of things that we had no idea about. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes we need to understand, and I had to learn this, so you're in a rush to do something, and it may be something that you do every day or do occasionally, but this particular day, though, you can't. You can't find your keys, and you find your key, and you can't find your wallet, and then you got your wallet, but now you can't find this, and this. It's the time is being delayed and you're like man I gotta hurry up and get there I wouldn't press like that that's why I said that is when it takes like some discernment it doesn't mean every time you um, can't find your keys God is protecting you from something that's why I was saying it has to be perceived or recognized in your spirit you will know don't be in such a rush you know what I'm saying don't be thinking about your integrity all the time well I just hate being late all the time well I understand that and none of us should be late on purpose, but you're not trying to intentionally be late. You're trying to get there, but it's it just seems to be quite difficult. This is where you need to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to take my time. Help me find what I need to find. Okay, I know the hustle and bustle, the hustle and bustle of life sometimes causes us just to just go super fast. That's why sometimes I look at a lot of these celebrities. I'm like, man, they, they live out of their suitcase. They're in airports and probably in two or three different cities in one day like they just going and going and going probably probably not getting the proper nutrition not getting the proper rest because you know a lot of people have mentality that you know what i'm saying if i don't i sleep when i'm dead or or you know sleeping don't make no money and all that no it's not not sleeping will send you to an early grade not sleeping cause you to be very unhealthy so you know i just think about those things that all of us were just trying to rush but we just got to slow it down a little bit but back to this donkey talking god performed that miracle because he chose to not because balaam asked for it but obviously god being sovereign he felt that he needed this at this point i need to give this donkey the ability to speak 
I believe that's where the idea came from for Shrek. When Eddie Murphy did the voiceover of the talking donkey. <laughs> but that was amazing. But like I said, with these miracles, it goes to show you that God will perform miracles for us if we need one. A lot of times we think we need miracles performed. We may not need a miracle. We just may need to do some adjustment or do some strategizing or whatever have you. God knows when we need the miracle. And if we need a miracle, he will perform it. No questions asked because he loves us. He's our father. And the scripture said he's the same yesterday, today and forever. So meaning what he did for Balaam and this donkey to keep him from going down the wrong route. Granted. Balaam didn't have the Holy Spirit abiding in him. We have the Holy Spirit now abiding in us. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of things in the Old Testament, it may not take that for us now because now we can hear from God clearly or should be able to. He abided on the, abided on the inside of us if you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. So yeah, things just a little different now. Let's go to um, 1 Kings chapter 17. See, one thing about animals and how we're distinguished from animals, if you look at even in Genesis 1, the Bible says that God gave man, mankind, dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So he gave man dominion over animals. Animals don't have free will. Animals can be trained and tamed and so forth. We can rule. He gave us rulership over animals. He didn't give us rulership over people like that. You can't do what you want with people and say, hey, you got to go this way. That person, another human being, has the ability to choose whether to or whether not to. See what I'm saying? So it's just kind of dope how God is using these animals because animals can be, they do what they told. No questions asked. You see what I'm saying? So check this out. First Kings 17, look at verse one. It says, now Elijah, who was from Tishbe in Gilead, told King Ahab, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, the God I serve, there will be no dew, not mountain dew, no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. Elijah was a prophet. Verse two, it says, then the Lord said to Elijah, listen what the Lord says. He says, go to the east and hide by Kerith Brook near where it enters the Jordan River. God is very specific. He told him to go east, not west. He says, go east and hide by the Kerith Brook near where it enters the Jordan River. Drink from the brook and eat what the ravens bring you for I have commanded them to bring you food he didn't say I'm going to bring you ravens to eat he said I commanded ravens I've already had a conversation with the ravens and they're going to bring you food to eat that's amazing. Like I said, God is very specific with all of us. He told him to go east. What if he would have went west? Would God have been obligated to still perform the miracle that he said he was going to perform if he went east? Not necessarily because you, you're in disobedience. God doesn't flow with what we want. Well, Lord, I understand what you said, but this is what I feel we should be doing right now. No, it don't work like that. 
And all of us, all of us have been there. But we have to come to a place and to a point to where we're like, you know what? Not my will, but your will. Right? So let's look at verse 5. Let's see it play out. It says, So Elijah did as the Lord told him, that's key, and camped beside the Kirith Brook, east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. So we saw the brook dried up. We're not going to read anymore. But obviously, God's not going to let him dehydrate. <laughs> so I would think God is going to uh, perform something else or tell him somewhere else to go so that he may be able to drink. But a raven bringing you some bread and meat, I mean, is another level. He didn't have the car. He couldn't just drive to Aldi and go get some food real quick with a gift card. You know what I'm saying? Like he could that's what I'm saying. Like they're in positions where they have no other choice. So if you listen to me like, wow, well, I, I want God, like you can't like you can't go to the crib and say, Alright, Lord, I want to test you out. Now, I'm hungry and I just ate my last pack of ramen noodles and um I ain't got no gas in the car. So I need you to use my dog to do like you can't it don't work like that not with the miracle he knows if he knows what you need when you need it. like i said i keep stressing it like he knows if you need a miracle or not they didn't have a choice they couldn't call their aunt or someone or call their moms and say yo i'm a little short on cash payday's not to tomorrow mom you cook yeah i cook all right well i'm gonna drive over there and give me something to eat they couldn't do that and then when they get over there maybe they mom or whatever or someone's able to give you some money until payday or whatever have you. so they didn't have those options we got all we got all types of options i'm not saying the option that i gave was a good option i'm just saying that that's just that's an option for uh maybe a younger person or someone that's still, there's still options that he didn't have none of that you see what i'm saying so when it comes to the miracles in the bible we have to understand that god's performing these things number one so that he can be glorified number two he's proven that he's the man like he's the creator no one better than me bad meaning good like there's no one that can touch me so i'm performing this for you to let you know that i'm here with you and i'm going to take care of you now it's recorded in the book for us today so that we can read it like we're doing now and this will build up our faith and we can learn from these stories and it's building up our faith building up our trust and our confidence in the lord's ability to support us and care for us where we thinking like oh man things are kind of going haywire but then we look into the scriptures and we start seeing where god has done all these marvelous things it builds up our confidence in him like wow god is going to do it for me and doesn't he always do it he always does it so we have to make sure that we're keeping our heart and our minds clear of all clutter so that we can get clear instruction. There's going to be days in our lives where we ain't going to have time to be filled up with everything but him. Like there's going to be times where if you need clear instruction, you're going to have to do what you got to do to clear your heart and your mind so you can get clear instruction. As the scripture declares in Romans, if God be for us, who can be against us? Now I know we quote that scripture and it's cute. <laughs> and it's good 
but we also have to be willing to lay aside and put off things that God tells us to put off. Regardless of what our culture and what our society deems as okay, God is telling us, I need you to put that off. Let me tell you what you need to do. You need to put that off. And if you choose to try to hold on to it and say, I'm still going to pursue the will of God for my life, you're not going to make it. And if God has to use whatever he can use to get your attention, and that, and that does not mean striking you with sickness or disease or some terminal illness. That's not of God. I'm saying using different things, using a friend, using someone you don't know. However he got to do it. I can't even you know, tell you different things. All I can tell you is that God does not use evil to teach his children. So he's not going to do anything evil. But some stuff we got to wake up and recognize like this is God and I need to stop. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share this with your family and your friends. Make sure again, please, that you subscribe to whichever podcast platform that you're currently listening on. Make sure you rate and make sure you rate and subscribe to and comment. I want to see your comments. Let people know how you feel and share it on your social media page like i want to see it tag me in it if you follow me like people let people know what you're listening to because we're sharing the gospel we're trying to get understanding of the scripture so we can apply it to our lives because there are too many people in this earth that are turning their backs on god don't want them to do what god don't want them to do with the scripture all solely because of ignorance because they just simply don't know this podcast is a vehicle to where we all can know and get around the scriptures and say, you know what? I had it wrong this whole time. I never knew the Bible said that. But I see it now. And now it's my responsibility to do it. Alright? Remember the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time. I'm out.